Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. My name is Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. I am here to help you drop the emotional weight and gain the confidence to look and feel irresistible at any size. I remember, I can remember sitting in my first townhouse apartment. I loved that place. Um, It was the first place that I lived in besides my parents' house. I was living with my now husband. He was my boyfriend at the time. And I can remember coming up with these ideas, all these brainstorm ideas around what would eventually become Irresistible University. I would stay up late at night till like four o'clock in the morning. I have to be up at six and I would just brainstorm. I had all these ideas and I had this vision and I just didn't know at the time how I was going to make it all happen. And at the time I was going through a really, really rough time in my job and my career where, you know, I just no longer felt fulfilled. I felt like I was wasting time and more importantly, I was wasting my potential and I knew that I wasn't in a place where I was showing the world who I really truly was and what I was actually capable of. I was so tired of having to fit into somebody else's box of how I should act. And so I would always find myself saying, oh, well, someday it'll get better. Someday I'll have a different job. Someday I'll have my dream house. Someday I'll have my boat. Someday I'll have my Escalade. I would just like say someday of all these different goals that I have. And at some point, I just kind of had this epiphany that I was like, look, bitch, someday doesn't exist. Like you either create it or you keep sitting here having your pity party, feeling miserable, your choice, right? And I decided that from this point on, I am on a mission to live the life that I crave. I am on a mission to live the life that I always wanted to live. And that is really where Irresistible You was born from. It wasn't just about confidence and body image. That's a big piece of it. But it ultimately is about creating the life you crave and the life you deserve. I say to my tagline all the time because you can't create the life you want when you're uncomfortable, when you're miserable in your own skin, when you hate what you see in the mirror, you can't actually create the life you desire because when you're feeling that way, you're not confident And when you're not confident, you can't make really big, scary decisions. You just can't. And over the last 10 years of my life, I have made some really ballsy, scary decisions where I didn't always know if there was going to be a safety net. And there wasn't. (laughs) And so I just decided I am on this mission to get to the core of who I really am, to live the best possible life that I can live for myself, to not live in a place where I'm playing it small and safe. I want to go all in. I want to become irresistible you. And so when I talk about becoming irresistible you, it really truly means it's not about a weight. It's not about a size. It's about becoming 
best version of you. It's about creating the life that you want, creating your life by design, right? Creating your life and not sitting in a job, feeling miserable, feeling sorry for yourself, and then blaming the job because you don't like your life and you think everything is shitty. No, like at some point, boo, you got to make a decision. Like that's your choice. And pre-Irresistible You, Amy, didn't ever understand that. I didn't understand that it was a choice. I thought everything was always happening to me. I had the victim mentality. I was like the queen of throwing. I was like the event planner for having a pity party. Like I was doing, I was doing it all. And when I made this decision, I went on a really deep journey into personal development, getting to know myself on another level, and just like really finding out who, like who do I actually want to be? Because I felt like who I was and who I wanted to be were two different people. And it was like this really strange feeling of like knowing who I wanted to be and feeling like she couldn't come out. You know what I mean? And so what I really want to dive in today is the is about confidence and being authentic. And I know the word authentic is thrown around as a buzzword all over the internet nowadays, but hear me out. You cannot be confident if you're not authentic. You can't be authentic if you're not in touch with yourself, if you're not in touch with your body, your needs, wants, and desires. You just can't. And so let me just read for you the actual definition of authentic. It reads as this. True to one's own personality, spirit, or character. So when you're working in a job or you're living a life that you don't love and you're doing something that you don't want to be doing, you're not actually being authentic to yourself. And when you are uncomfortable in your own skin, you don't like what you look like, you don't like the number you see on the scale, you want to lose weight, you're not actually really in touch with your body and yourself because you just like your brain just wants to escape it so bad that you don't actually sit in your own body and just like feel the feels and the emotions and all the things. You just try to run away from it. You just try to like fit into somebody else's box. Well, I'll just try to work this job and it'll eventually get better. Or I'm just going to like go on this diet so I can get the weight off and then I'm going to deal with myself and I'll work on my confidence. It doesn't work that way. So to be authentic, what it honestly truly means is it's to be the truest version of yourself, a version of yourself that isn't trying to appease society, a version of yourself that isn't trying to fit into everybody, everybody else's ideas of who you should be. So ultimately, like I said, to be authentic is you being the truest version of yourself, which is what I think of as like to be irresistible you. That is like being the most truest, authentic version of yourself. You know, and maybe you have felt that too, like what I had just mentioned, like the person that you crave, that woman that you want to be, you see her in your mind, you see her in your vision, you see her in your like goals. That woman that you crave to be in your mind But when you look in the mirror, 
when you look at your life, it doesn't match who you really are inside. And that's a problem. That is such a problem because you're going to live a life of regret. You're going to live a life of wasted potential, wasted time. If you keep going like that. And there's a lot of advice, you know, you Google stuff, there's all kinds of advice, good, bad, and in between. But this phrase, I really can't stand it. Um, It kind of rubs me the wrong way. And that is when they talk about confidence, they're like, oh, you just got to like fake it till you make it. The problem with that is that is only addressing surface level stuff, meaning you know, this type of advice is like, fake it till you make it, put a smile on your face and suck it in and walk into the room and, you know, pretend you know everything and, you know, um, just, it, it's really bad advice. And the problem also is like, if you're actually faking it until you make it, you're never going to make it because you are not focusing on what actually matters. You're not focusing on the real work that's going to bring you the long lasting result. You're not stepping into your power. You're not tapping into who you really, really, truly are. You're just becoming this fake it till you make it facade that everybody else wants you to be. And I I think of it like this. I think of it like saying you're going to organize your house But instead, you're like, okay, this weekend I'm going to like get rid of all the stuff in the house, right? And like clear it out, organize, blah, blah, blah. But instead, you got lazy. You're like, I don't have time for this. So you take all the clutter and all the things and you slam them into the door. You go to the closet and you're like shoving everything into the closet with no organization, no rhyme or reason, without going through each item individually. And you slam the door, hoping it's all going to stay inside. And you're like, ooh, the door slammed. Good. I got it in there. That is like what it's like to fake it till you make it. Because as soon as you open that door, all your shit's going to fall out on top of you. And it's the same thing. If you're trying to fake it till you make it and you're not showing people who you really truly are and what you're capable of, You're going to keep shoving your face in the cupcakes. You're going to keep talking shit to yourself in the mirror and hanging out with the inner fat bitch. You're going to keep zombie walking it through life when you're faking it till you make it. And faking it till you make it is not addressing what's actually going on. So you just, and another way of faking it till you make it is is the yo-yo diets. Trying a new diet it's the same old tired ass diet in a new shiny box and you think you're going to get different results and then you don't. That is also faking it till you make it because you're not tapping into the real work that has to be done. And when you fake it till you make it, you're not in touch with your emotions. You're not in touch with your feelings. And when you're not in touch with those things, Why do you think you keep shoving your face in the food? Why do you think you keep looking for your magic solution in a diet? Because you're just shoving all the shoes and the purses and the stuff on top of everything in the closet and not pulling it all out, organizing it, getting rid of the stuff that doesn't work, getting rid of the old ass stuff that doesn't even look cute on you anymore. And instead, you're keeping all that garbage around. 
That's the same thing. So like, oh, the house looks clean. The house looks nice. But if you open up all the closets, all my shit's going to fall out on top of your head. That is your life. And so the reason for that is we have been conditioned to never say we're wrong. We have been conditioned to never act like we don't have the answers. Like for all of you that have like corporate jobs and work in business, how many times have you tried to pretend that you know the answer? When instead, the person who's like, you know what? I don't know the answer to that, but I will find out for you. I want to talk to that person. I want to work with that person because that person is being authentic. That person has way more confidence than the person who's pretending to know the answers because you're just putting yourself down a rabbit hole when you pretend that you know the answer. And we've also been conditioned that we don't want to address the negative stuff. We don't want to have to go there. We don't want to have to deal with anything that feels uncomfortable. We don't want to have to feel like deal with anything that feels bad. We don't want to have to deal with anything that doesn't feel like rainbows and butterflies. And so when you're not addressing the anger, the depression, the anxiety, the fears, the sadness, when you're not sitting in it and addressing it, what do you do? You use food as a drug. You use food as a coping mechanism. Maybe it's alcohol, right? Maybe it's alcohol. And so much of what's wrong with us when we project all this hatred over our bodies and we go on this quest to lose the weight and try to get into the perfect body and then we just keep repeating the same cycle over and over and over again instead of dealing with the shit that's in the closet, it's because we don't want to have to feel the stuff that feels really bad. We don't want to have to feel the sadness, the anger, the loneliness, the depression, the anxiety, you name it. Who wants to feel that shit? Nobody does. And that's why I shared with you in my one of my episodes way back where I talked about how I've lost 60 pounds so far and have been keeping it off. And I said, my answer is not going to impress you. My answer is not sexy. My answer is not, ooh, I did the such and such six-week diet and I lost like 10 pounds in a week. No. My answer isn't sexy because my answer is I dealt with my shit. Because weight, I say this all the time and I need you to hear, weight isn't the problem. It's a symptom. It's a symptom of something else. It's a symptom of what you don't want to deal with. It's a symptom. So when those scary, sad, negative emotions come up, what do you do? You want to get away from it as fast as it came into your, into your head, right? And so you'll get these cravings. Like all of a sudden you have this craving and you don't understand why. Well, you're having that craving because you're trying to escape the feeling that you have. And you know that feeling like if I don't eat this cupcake, if I don't get what I want to eat, I'm going to come out of my skin. It's like an addict. And you'll do anything possible to get the food. Um, and so it's like 
when you tell yourself, okay, you know what, I'll just start over on Monday, I'll get back to my diet, and you start doing really well, and it's going, maybe it's going well for weeks, you're losing weight, you know, you're eating well, you're going to the gym, you're doing your workouts, you're doing all your things, and then all of a sudden, one day, for no reason, you're just like, I cannot go to the gym today, I just don't want to do it. All of a sudden, you've got cravings. All of a sudden, you want to eat the food that you told yourself you'll never eat again. And you get so scared of those feelings, you get so scared of that because you think that means everything's over. You're never going to be able to do this. You're never going to get to your goal. Instead of just recognizing this is this is like just how it's going to be. Like this stuff is still going to come up. This stuff is still going to be a thing. You're not going to want to go to the gym for the rest of your life. You're not going to want to eat clean for the rest of your life every single day. But when you're not addressing the feelings, you're not addressing what's actually going on, you're going to give in. You're going to go eat the cupcakes. You're going to go skip the gym for two weeks. And then you're going to go, how did I get here again? You got here because you decided to lose control. You decided to let go. You decided that you weren't worth it. And you will not build confidence when you continue to like let yourself down over and over and over again. The fastest way to build confidence is to keep the promises you make to yourself. The fastest way to build confidence is to take imperfect action over and over and over again. Even when it hurts, even when it's hard, even when you can't stand yourself in this moment. That's how you build confidence. It doesn't just show up one day. It doesn't show up because you lost 100 pounds or 50 pounds. It doesn't show up because you can fit into a size 10. And so when you start sitting in the feelings, when you start sitting in the bad and the negative that comes, instead of freaking out and just diving into the cupcakes to get rid of the feeling, when you start actually sitting in it and learning from it and listening to yourself, that's how you're also going to start to build confidence because you're also going to tap into your authentic being, your authentic self. And that person inside, you've been denying her things. You've been pushing things down. You've been shoving all the stuff in the closet for years that you don't even know who she is. And so when you shove those cupcakes down your throat as fast as you can, you don't even give yourself a moment to listen and understand what she's actually going through. You're just shoving the food in your face, trying to get rid of the pain, that surface level. It's surface level because you haven't gotten rid of the pain. You just soothed yourself with the thing that's actually making you the most uncomfortable and the most miserable, which is overeating, which is putting weight on your body, which is making you uncomfortable, which is making you not like what you see in the mirror, which in the greater scheme of things is making you play small, is making you stay stuck in a job that you don't love, is making you not go after your dreams, is making you tell your kids no, that you don't want to play with them, is making you stay stuck in a life that you don't love. 
And I don't know about you, but I'm not willing to live a life where I don't love it. And that doesn't mean I love every single minute of what goes on. Hell no. But when you are that miserable and feeling that much hatred over your own life, you have to change. And if you don't decide to change, nobody, no matter how much they love you, can do it for you. And to be confident is to be bold, right? It is not easy to be confident. It takes courage. It takes so much courage. Do you know how much courage it takes when you have that craving and those bad feelings come up that you don't want to deal with right now? How much courage and, and bravery it takes to just sit there and not run to the kitchen, to not run through the drive-thru, to not hit up the bakery on your way home, and to actually listen and deal with what's going on. And so to have confidence is to have conviction in what you believe and what you're doing and never wavering because somebody else might disagree with you because they will. So who cares? So you either sit there and say something and you're like half-ass saying it, knowing that people are going to disagree with you. And now they're also going to think that you're like a weak ass or you say what you need to say and do what you need to do with so much conviction because you don't care what anybody else is going to say or think about you. That takes courage. That takes confidence. And so when you are uncomfortable in your body and you look at other women who look confident, they appear confident, and you look at them with envy and think, well, I could never be like her. Like, that's really cool, but I can't be like that. That is because to be confident, to have conviction, you have to be seen. And you have to be seen in a way that you've never been seen before. And if you have lived your life and your story is that you're the stereotypical fat girl and that's the story that plays in your mind your entire life and you're terrified to speak up for what you believe in and you're terrified to make bold moves and you're terrified to have conviction to speak with authority, why are you so scared? You're so scared because that's going to draw attention. Everybody's going to notice you. And when you don't like what you see in the mirror, you don't want anyone to see you. You don't want anybody to notice you. You don't even want to notice you. You're the one that runs past the mirror as fast as you can like a speeding bullet when you're naked. So you spend your entire life hiding. You spend your entire life working at a job that you don't love. You spend your life being inauthentic to who you actually are, who you actually know you can be. You're not being authentic to yourself because to show up as you, to show up as all of you means that you have to take a risk. It means that you're risking that, yeah, you might be hurt. It means that you have to face some of those emotions that you've been pushing down with the food and that you've been pushing down with the body hate. Because right now, 
you're not living the truest version of yourself. You're living a half-assed version of you that you think, that's the key, you think everybody else wants you to be. So you stay quiet. You don't have an opinion. You don't say what you need to say with confidence and conviction because you have to keep playing it safe just in case somebody has a problem with the way that you look. And what is the worst possible thing that could happen? I already know what it is for you. They're going to call you fat. If you stand up to someone, if you put your foot down, if you say what you need to say with so much power and confidence and conviction, what are they going to say? Shut up, you fat ass. Shut up, you fat bitch. Who do you think you are? That's your, that's your conversation with your inner self. And guess what? Yeah, they might say it. Somebody might say it. But you know what? If they say it, they're an asshole. If they say it, they're the ones with the problem, not you. They're the ones that have body image issues, not you. And you know what? Quite honestly, I'd rather you say that to me because now I know who you are. Now I know who you authentically are, right? I wish you would say that to me if that's what you're thinking because that lets me make a decision. I can cut you out of my life. I don't need people around me. They're going to think those kinds of things. So if that's what they're going to say, I personally would much rather them say that out loud because I get to weed out the real and the fake. Because that just showed me who that person is. So when you can let go of the opinions and the thoughts and the standards that you think others want you to be, that is when you can start to actually become the authentic version of you. And when you can be the most authentic version of you, who you actually are to your core, That's how you get confident. And you can't be confident when you're running around here faking it till you make it, not being the actual version of you that you want to be. And that's painful when you see who you want to be, you know who you want to be, but your actions are not reflecting because you're holding back. You're playing small. You don't want to be seen. You don't want anybody to make fun of you. You don't want anybody to say anything negative. What if you just let all that go? And let people think and say whatever it is they're going to think and say because they're going to think it anyway. And as long as you're allowing other people and what they think of you to run your life, you're going to continue to live a life you don't love. You're going to continue to live a life that is not irresistible. You're going to continue to live a life that's not the one that you crave. And it sure as hell isn't the one you deserve. So do me a favor this week. I want you to stop every time you want to shove your face in the food. I want you to stop every time you start having that inner dialogue that with the inner fat bitch about what somebody else thinks of you. And I want you to sit in it. And I want you to like actually talk with yourself and actually try to figure out what's going on. Because until you do that, you're going to stay stuck in the yo-yo diet, body, hate, shame cycle. And I don't want that for you. I want you to experience what it's like to create the life you deserve. I want you to experience what it's like to become irresistible you. So I hope this episode was helpful. 
I hope that there was some kind of nugget in there that you can take away. If you love the podcast, if it is helping you in your life in any way, I would love for you to take a moment and just leave a quick rating and review on iTunes. That is such a big help, not only to me, but to other women so that they can find the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Until the next time, stay irresistible.